What's up, sister? This road trip, I'm taking my friend that is looking to everyone else in the world for the love she should be giving herself. Love. Pretty complicated, yet pretty powerful and all-encompassing thing, huh? It's something we all long for because we were made that way. Where do you look to be fueled for love? Is it from your significant other or spouse? Is it from your best friends? Is it from your job, your bosses, and achievements? Is it from your parents or family members? When I was a bit younger, and literally just a little bit younger, in my early to mid-20s, my answer to that question definitely would have been my husband, friends, family, in-laws, bosses, etc. I mean, I looked for love wherever I could find it, gobbled it up, needed it, you know, but when it wasn't fed to me from one of those places, I didn't have much or it was definitely lackluster. Dr. Wayne Dyer says, if you don't love yourself, nobody will. Not only that, you won't be good at loving anyone else. Loving starts with the self. And if you're anything like me, you have the typical 90s upbringing, Disney movies for days, the Olsen twins movies, which weren't all about boys and love, but come on, when in Rome, holiday in the sun, and passport to Paris, I love those movies. And at the time I'm recording this episode, it's actually Disney Plus's birthday. How did we ever live beforehand? (laughs) Disney Plus is a must in this house. Now, I am a toddler mom of a four-year-old and a two-year-old, but seriously, how did we ever live without it? Obsessed. As a teenager and a young adult, I personally tended to be slightly rebellious. Not in the way of partying or drugs necessarily. I did have my eyes on an athletic scholarship that kind of kept me in the clean direction or on the clean path in that way. Don't get me wrong. Definitely did rebellious things in other ways. Like I said, it just wasn't, I'm not talking about that way. Um, I definitely wasn't necessarily interested in the fairy tale. I was liter- I was planning on school, getting my, getting my degree, and going to work for some big company and end up running it one day. I had Forbes on my mind, just strong, independent woman. Only thing I saw. I didn't want kids, and I was not sure about marriage either. Then, at 20 years old, after, you know, a bunch of that trauma happened in college, like I said in the previous episodes, and if you haven't listened to the um, the teaser episode or episode one through three yet, go ahead and check those out so you get a little bit of a backstory. But at 20 years old, I let my now husband take me on a date. Like, three years after he started asking, by the way. <laughs> but if you are in my circle of friends they would probably say my thoughts on those subjects of kids and marriage quickly changed. We got engaged at 22. We were married at 23 and 24 years old. I didn't have that degree, and I wasn't working for a big-name company. But I had the love story. So I'm like, you know, I'm weighing my options, you know? Don't you hate the happily ever after garbage they sold us on? Like, I love Disney, don't get me wrong, but... Man, they sold us short for sure. 
Ryan and I have been married now for just over six years at the time of the recording of this episode. And I love that man with every fiber in me. I love him way more than I did when I said I do. And seriously, every day he somehow amazes me in some new way, shape, or form. And of course, that really sounds cheesy, but I promise you guys, like, he is the man of my dreams. (laughs) Love you, babe. Of course, this kind of love doesn't come from a journey that is filled with happy, happily ever after moments. The deep, real, unconditional love comes from weathering the storms and still enjoying the sunshine after the rain has gone. And I know if any of you out there have been in a committed relationship for a long time, maybe you're engaged, or if you are a spouse and a wife, you've definitely weathered some pretty big storms. And so have Ryan and I. Massive, massive storms. The biggest one probably to date, back in 2017, just a few short months after our first baby was born, it felt like we had crashed into the depths of actual hell. And I mean the lowest of lows. Where divorce wasn't just an option, it honestly made the most freaking sense. One day, Ryan and I will open up and share the details of that year with you guys, But for now, I just want you guys to actually picture in your head the worst case scenario for any married couple, and honestly, it still probably would make you raise some eyebrows. Those beautiful, thick, luscious eyebrows that we have in 2020, I'm here for the 2020 eyebrows. Please don't, let's please not go back to 90s eyebrows. I had just left my corporate job to stay at home with our daughter, a decision we made together. I was exclusively breastfeeding, and I was not asking for any help day or night. He was the one getting up in the morning to go to work, you know, bright in the mor- bright early in the morning, and he worked all day. Um, I just took that responsibility on willingly, but I still thought in the back of my head, I'm the one that left my job, all that social interaction. I'm the one that hasn't gotten any more than four hours of sleep in the last nine months. I'm the one that's doing all of these things, and I blamed him for not loving me enough. If he just loved me better... Our marriage would be so much better if he just planned that date night, if he or she just noticed me, if my boss could just see my worth and potential, if my friends would just invite me out when they went out and stop forgetting about me, etc., etc., etc. Ladies, I'm stopping us all right here, and I'm going to ask you, ask you this. How much are you loving yourself? Are you doing anything to show yourself the love that you actually want? Because, girl, I'm going to need you to put on your big girl panties. Put your big girl panties on. Well, okay, wait. Hold on. If I'm really being my true authentic authentic self, I don't wear panties a lot. So for me, (laughs) sorry, for me, it's put your big girl heels on and cue the song Demi Lovato, I Love Me. Because you don't need anyone but God. And he and myself are reaching our hand out as we whisper as loudly as everyone can hear. Stop underestimating yourself, baby girl. If you're looking for the one person that can change your life, look in the mirror. Wives, P.S., we are still called to respect and submit to our husbands. But once I took a really hard look at myself in the mirror and I started to make changes there, I saw immediate changes between my husband and myself, between my husband and I. 
going back to those Disney movies we were talking about that we all know and love for just a second, isn't it, anno- isn't it annoying how we were always fed the storyline that us women were always we're always the damsel we are always the damsels in distress in our lives, and that we just simply need someone else to do the saving for us. Wrong o, and I know there's new movies that have dropped since we were kids that portray women in the hero in the hero role, and I'm thankful for that. But the mindset was already created. And I want you guys to think about if you are told that you're beautiful only by someone else and you only believe it because someone else told you you're beautiful, what happens when they stop telling you that you're beautiful? If someone else gives you your power, esteem, or love, they can take it away. I have some things for every strong female listening to this right now that I want you guys to try to do, especially if you are knee-deep in that valley, knee-deep in that if he, she, they would just love me better, then something would get better. To every woman who thinks their past is too splotchy or spotted to count for anything, and to every woman who thinks and lets their demons talk and spew venom, or even the one who doesn't think they can do anything about it. Here are a couple things that I did personally that helped me come out of that depths of hell my husband and I were in. Number one, I wrote love letters to myself. (laughs) Seriously, do it. It's empowering. Write them from your spouse. Write them from your kids. Write them from mean coworkers. Write them from relationships that you never got closure on. But write those love letters. Number two, work on your self-talk daily. Do it in any way that you can. Wake up and literally say, I love you. Insert your name. I love you, Ashley, and I'm excited for this day. Say affirmations in the morning in the mirror when you're brushing your teeth. I am worthy. I am loved. I am confident. Nothing else comes into your mind. Put affirmations on your phone as an alarm throughout the day. Not when you, you know, when you first wake up, yes, but maybe you're like struggling around 1 p.m. So put one at 1 p.m. I am worthy. I am loved and I am confident. Tip number three, eat like you love yourself. Move your body like you love yourself. Speak like you love yourself and act like you love yourself. Start by just doing what you say you're going to do. If you wake up and you say, I'm going to try to get a workout today, and you don't, whether you said you're going to try or not, you are still beating yourself up the next day when it doesn't happen. So do what you say you're going to do. Put that in your schedule and follow through. Put that workout on there like it's a business meeting because you would never skip or be late or, well, I'm always late with Starbucks, however, but I don't just skip things, you know? You have to put yourself on your calendar first. Don't freak yourself out when I say eat like you love yourself, move your body like you love yourself, you know, do all those things like you love yourself. Start by adding things in. Just start by doing the small stuff. Start by drinking more water instead of finding another completely restrictive diet. But you still have to do those things, girl. Number four, get in and read that Bible. If you haven't watched the movie War Room, I highly suggest it. But the concept of that movie is pretty much this. This woman had a place in her house where she could go and just get into the Bible, get into Jesus's presence. She'd put scriptures up. She'd write her problems and prayers. Um, She would 
write names down. So her husband's name, her kids' names, people she was praying for, she'd put them up on the wall. And she would just enter the presence of God into that room every day. Again, overwhelming a little bit, but I want you guys to just start somewhere. Get in and read that Bible, okay? A really good way to get in and just start small is the book of John. The gospel of John is known as the lovey-dovey gospel. So it's all about love. It's all about, it's like the hippie version of the gospel. And just read a chapter a day. That's it. And let Jesus's love for you fuel your every day. God is love. Turns out, to save my marriage, I had to do a lot of work on myself. Because sometimes God does let us hit rock bottom. I mean, like I said, the depths of rock bottom. So we have no choice whatsoever but to turn to him. He showed me that I was allowed to be a masterpiece and a work in progress at the very same time. And so are you. Did you know that you actually can't fail at being you? One thing my husband and I connect with on a cellular level is music. I don't know if you're the same way or not, but if you haven't noticed before, I actually have a Fuel Her Faith playlist linked to every single episode of this podcast, and you guys can go listen to what I listen to when I need Fueled. If you're a music person at all, there are three songs on that playlist I want you to go and listen to today. Number one is Who Am I by Need the Breathe and L King. Number two is I Am Who You Say I Am by Hillsong United. So number three is The Father's House by Corey Asbury. You guys, if this hits home at all, if you needed this little tough lug kicking the lady balls, (laughs) I want to help hold you accountable. Go find me on Instagram at Ashley Ann Allen. I'm going to spell it at A-S-H-L-E-Y-A-N-A-L-L-E-N. And tell me what your game plan is. What's your game plan that you're making right now to make your, to love yourself more? Because I know you already got the point that we are not the damsels in distress of our stories. We are the heroes. So what, are the, what way are you going to start loving yourself today? Are you going to write that letter to yourself? Are you going to start doing affirmations? Are you getting into that Bible? Are you going to start eating like you're eating like you love yourself, moving like you love yourself, speaking like you love yourself and acting like you love yourself? Do you need a Bible study or a Bible reading buddy? I just want you to know that I am here, friend. I'm only a message away always. So girl, no more looking around the room for the love you should be giving yourself. Now we have tips and tools to give our self the self-love that we need. The self-love that can fuel you. Now, self-love is not is not just lighting yourself up and basking on all the goodness. It's not all cupcakes and rainbows. Self-love is also doing the hard work. Self-love is holding yourself accountable, calling yourself out for your own bullshit, and correcting it. I believe in you, and no one else can give you the love that you can give yourself. Once you take it upon yourself, you become indestructible. So let's focus on fueling our minds, fueling our bodies, fueling our spirits. Because of that, our relationships, so we can free our souls. Until next time, friend. We'll talk soon. Girl, I cannot tell you what it means to me that you are here and listening to this show. I am so grateful for you. 
And I just want to say that if you did love it or if it tugged at your heart at all, please feel free to share this with your friends or better yet, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram so I can personally shout you out and thank you. Thank you so much for being on this journey, friend. Talk to you soon.